With more than 4 million sellers on Etsy, how can creative entrepreneurs like yourself stand out from the masses and sell more of your handmade goods without wasting hours on social media? That is the big question, and this podcast is the answer, where you will learn insider tips and proven strategies on how to turn your Etsy side hustle into a full-time business, giving you the freedom to be your own boss, have time with family, and more time to create. My name is Jenny Hall, and you're listening to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. Let's do this. I am so excited to be here today with Jennifer Jeremiah. Jennifer, go ahead and introduce yourself because I know that we have so many new people in this group. I think we have like 22, 2300 people now. And so please introduce yourself, Jennifer. Hey, everyone. I'm Jennifer Jeremiah. I am a coach in the group along with the other wonderful gals. And I also am a photography coach in Jenny's group and outside. So I have two Etsy shops and um, I'm right there with you learning along the way and I'm sharing what we've learned. Yes. Okay. So we wanted to go live today because We've been seeing it and hearing it in the news and in the forums that people are striking this week on Etsy. And it's really a big deal. And so we just kind of want to talk about all different perspectives that we're hearing. Hey, if you're here, say hello, because we have all the feelings about it too, right? Good or bad. We just want to talk about it. So if you have a comment, drop it. If you have a question, like, what can you do because of it? Drop a question. We're here to help. All right. So Jennifer, let me ask you. What was your initial reaction when you got that email saying, you know, fee increase going up 1.5%? What did you, what was your initial thought, Jennifer? Um, You know, I think like all sellers were kind of like, well, that's a bummer. Like we're already paying so much for milk in the store. Like it's one more hit. And so immediately though, I did start thinking about, oh, I have to raise my prices. So my mind didn't quite go, you know, towards, um, towards strike, but I definitely was like, oh man. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with you right there. Like I got the email. I was like, crap, seriously. It's just one thing after the other. And I feel like, you know, with the fees on shipping fees, I just feel like there's always fees, fees, fees. Yeah. But that's the initial reaction. And then when you kind of take a step back, you're like, all right, let's really think about this. It gives you more of a perspective of why, like why mm-hmm. would they, right? Um, yeah. Someone just said people are striking because of the fee increase. Yes, that. So all this week, this entire week, there's like petitions going out, and people want um, Etsy sellers to put their shops on vacation mode for seven days, yeah. and they want to be heard by Etsy. And Jennifer, what have you? What are some of the things that people are wanting Etsy to do? Yes. So to kind of give a perspective of a lot of people who are kind of coming and being for the strike. And before I kind of dive in, I do just want to say that I am personally not um, participating in the strike. Neither of my shops, I own two shops and we can kind of go through those reasons in a minute. But some of the reasons why sellers want, want buyers to strike and they want other sellers to strike is so the we can get more support, which I'm sure we are all for. We want live humans who are going to interact for us, um, with us. And um, in the email that Etsy sent out, they did say that um, they actually want to employ 20% 
more staff members this year. So that's what they actually want to use some of their budget for, including um, a live chat service. So I just want to throw that out there because to me, that is like huge. Like I was just chatting with Speedway and they fixed my card problem. Like, do you know how valuable chats are? Like immediate, like I tried calling Speedway and it said 30 minute wait, I chatted, solved. So I'm hoping Etsy will do that for us. Another reason is um, just fee increase in general. I actually had some people messaging me who are sellers and were just hearing by hearsay and they were saying, I think Etsy's getting greedy. They're covering more than overhead costs now. And I'm like, well, I hope so because they're a business. And so if we want them to be like, we all we all have a business. You want you want to operate the best you can. So just the fees in general, feeling not heard, feeling like resale shops are kind of getting away with a lot of things. So I follow a lot of Etsy groups across the board. And um, it is a big problem that shops that are legit are actually being like shut down immediately because I see Etsy is trying to take a stand on resale shops, but they haven't quite gotten a hold of how to do that. So, you know, maybe we can, maybe having a conversation and like figuring out, okay, should Etsy give like a 30 day investigation period? You know, there are other things going on, but I think Etsy sellers are very upset that there are so many resale shops in there. And then they're also upset when they're shut down as a false resale shop, you know, because their pictures are being resold by AliExpress and Alibaba and, and all these places. Um, so there, it comes with like everything. I think anything that um, Etsy sellers have been grappling with over the last decade, they're kind of like spiraling it all into one um, strike. Yeah, I agree. And it's interesting because a lot of those uh, groups, everyone's just venting everything that you yeah. just said, right? And they're and a personal issue as well. Yeah. Like this happened to me, USPS issues across the board, you know, and it's... <laughs> yes. And I agree, like, we need more support as sellers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like you said, at a time, there was um, one time when a, um, a seller could not access a human being. That's yeah. a question. I was mm -hmm. able to call someone last week, and I think I was in the wrong. Like, I was confused on something. But they answered immediately. It was like... So you got a hold of a I human. A hold and I think that, that, to me, is... Huge. Huge improvement. I'm not saying that it shouldn't have been there all along. I right. do think it should have been there all along if you're any reputable business. Right. Um, but them taking a stand to make it right is speaking volumes. Yeah. To me. And I and hopefully that will be what we see. But Etsy as a whole, so I, I am not striking, right? This is my business. <laughs> this is what I do. Mm -hmm. We're business as usual. And having owned multiple businesses and having websites, right? I have two websites and business is expensive. It's an expensive to run a business. And when I look at Etsy as a whole, I mean, what do they have? Four million shops. They are, I just think of their servers. Like how yeah. do they do that? Four million shops. They had 80 million transactions last year, right? 80 million buyers. I mean, can you imagine? So Jenny, if you can put it into perspective, even just a little bit, like you operate you know, this, this business and just the website yeah. fee or like, how much does it handle for you? Can, yeah. I've looked into things and they're like, for, you know, $40 a month, you can have like five items. And it's, it's just right. so overwhelming to me how little it holds. So for you, 
Can yeah. you put that into perspective a little Absolutely. bit? Because people, their first instinct is, I'm going to get off Etsy. I'm going to get off Etsy. Great. I, if you do, use Etsy as a supplement. Yes, I still do. I have my own website. It's seemingly smitten.com. And I had to pay someone a lot of money to set that up. <laughs> you know, I, I think I paid $2,000. So but I had so many products and I didn't want to do it myself. So I farmed it out. People nowadays, it's so much easier to go create a website. But yeah. so I think I paid $57 a month, but then I have to pay more for, well, I need a pop-up to capture email addresses yeah. and I'm still paying transaction fees. I save a lot. I mean, the fees are less on Shopify. I do save more money, but no one drives traffic to it but me. Yeah. Any virtual assistants, marketing managers, anything right. that you need help with, that's an, another expense. That's another expense. So this business, I mean, my goal, like any business owner's goal, even if you're a small business, your goal is to operate at a 40 to 50% profit rate, 40 to 50%. So after you take in all of your revenue, every single expense, and we're talking like listing fees, transaction fees, payment processing fees, shipping fees, offsite ad fees, all of that. And what about your packaging tape and your mailers? I mean, literally yeah. everything. And if that has to be 40 to 50%, that's where I think a lot of people don't realize the profit that they're keeping is not high enough. So they're actually pricing themselves themselves out of profit. And mm -hmm. when you look at the new increase, it's literally 1.5 cent on a dollar. Mm -hmm. And so if you're striking over 1.5 cents on a dollar, then you might need to reevaluate yeah. your pricing strategy, really. Yep. Right. I think one of the biggest things that, um, and this was me when I first started to, we're so worried about our consumers. We, we, a lot of us Etsy sellers, we're like budget shoppers. And so we way underprice ourselves. We want to be accessible to the community. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the biggest thing is to allow the community to see what things actually cost. We need to stop promoting, you know, the, the big shop, things that are being sown with blood, literal blood and, and yuck. You know, we want to so we want to share, um, this is the actual cost of things. I was just telling Jenny before we went live, like there's a top that I sell for $85. Most people would be like $85 for a top. And I priced it out and I'm actually way underselling. Like my, my margin is maybe 20% profit and I need to get up to that 40, 50%. Yeah. Um, because the price of fabric, you know, my fabric suppliers, every time they increase, I, I don't boycott or strike. I just figure it's part of their business. The same with my tag suppliers or, um, the post office has increased a lot and they actually haven't shown us much in return. You know, we've seen some issues with that as well, but still I support because these are all parts of our business that we, like we have our own business because of this. Like we're able to actually be free and have our, our individual business because of all these entities working together. So I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, I was looking at a couple of the comments here and it says, if you're, if you're busy, how do you, you know, strike and not screw up your orders? And I think that's an excellent question because one of the biggest things we've seen across the Etsy platform forums over the years is striking. No, get that. <laughs> no, I didn't mean striking. Vacation mode. Vacation yeah. mode is one of like the worst things you could do for your shop. Instead, everyone is saying, okay, you're going on vacation for two weeks. 
put your turnaround time to three to four weeks instead of one to two weeks because vacation mode was burying everyone in the algorithm. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've seen a lot of people saying, well, if we all do a vacation mode, you know, SC will see they don't have much without us. But, you know, they, they've built this platform that is giving us so much for 6.5% because I can tell you, I've looked around over the years just to do other things as well. And if you're going to sell, um, I have organic items. If I want to sell in a pop-up shop, they want 25 to 50%. If I'm going to sell at a farmer's market, they want a payment regardless of how much I make that day. They want that money. And so I, I don't think that financially it is going to do us very, very well to go on strike or put our shops on vacation mode. I, I agree that staying busy and just keeping handle of orders and saying, you know, like, we just want to stay here. We, we don't want to like taint Etsy's um, reputation because that is what we're selling on. We don't want people boycotting Etsy for a year because yeah. they heard something bad about it. That would affect all of us. It really mm -hmm. would. It would affect us all and not in a positive way. And so like we we're talking about before, the amount of traffic and eyes that you can get on your shop is insane. I mean, I think last mm -hmm. month I had, I think 7,000 visits to my shop. That's huge. And yeah. to try to get that on, you know, good luck trying to go get a website right well, now and SEO it, right? And get ranked in Google. It's hard. And so if you don't have your email list, if you don't have your, you know, where are you growing your people? How are you going to send traffic to that website? That's why if you start a website, you know, keep it with that, like keep Etsy, keep your website. Mm -hmm. That way you still have ownership. Like if Etsy shut down tomorrow, fine. I still have my website. I have somewhere I can turn all of my effort to immediately, you know, but the amount how easy etsy is right i mean it drives mm -hmm. traffic like no other and i could be sleeping or on vacation and people are finding me that i didn't work for yes you know? and i also hear a lot of people complain about off-site ads and yes it's an increase but because i have paid for google ads before and you're paying mm -hmm. cost per click, Jennifer. Yeah. You, you know how expensive it is to actually get yes. that, don't you? Yes, you can <laughs> drop hundreds of dollars. And the good thing about them doing it for you is you only pay when the person buys. Mm -hmm. And so they're basically a referral for you. And in yeah. my shop, I also have affiliates. And you're an affiliate for a lot of people. Yeah. They pay you a small percentage of the sale that you bring in. Mm -hmm. And so... If I'm paying people to talk about my patterns and send traffic to my shop, well, then Etsy's doing it and they're doing it on Google. That's even better than any of my affiliates can do it on their own blog, right? So yeah. um, I'm a I'm a proponent of offsite ads. If they want to show my shop on Google, so be it, right? Yeah. Um, but I think the main thing is it really is just eye-opening to our prices. Like you said, you're selling something for 85 and like this, the you know, how we grew up, how was money in our house? Like 85, what, right? Yeah, like what? Clearance shirt. <laughs> clearance shirt. Like, like right. that's what we were used to. And that's how I always shopped was, yep. you know, whatever was on clearance. And yeah. I think that mindset shift is necessary for a lot of us. Yes. Yeah. But just because we're handmade sellers doesn't mean we can't price for profit. And yeah. you're not doing your customer a favor by lowering your prices. That's actually hurting you. 
Yep. And I think we had this conversation in the group yeah. when we started raising our prices, when we heard that um, the fees were going to increase, all of us coaches were talking, we're like, did you notice this? When we went in and increased, whatever we increased it on, we would immediately get sales. Yeah. It was like Etsy was bumping it because they, of course, they love better profit too, or whatever yeah. it was doing in the algorithm. I can tell you this, it did not stop my customers. I had one customer buy almost one of everything in my shop that week when I increased prices. I was like, I thought it was a scam. Yeah. And, and that's on my expensive organic clothing. Like the, right. you you will not deter your sellers. They will only see that see it as more valuable. That and that's what I've seen across the board too. If you look in the Etsy seller groups, when people say they're selling a necklace for five dollars and they can't understand why it's not selling, well, think about it. When you're looking at a $5 necklace, are you going to think that it's really worth much? Are you going to think that someone's just reselling it or that it has like no quality? When you, we do associate quality with, um, with the, the price that we attach to it. And so you have to kind of be minded as your buyers and realize that, um, increasing on a hundred dollars, a dollar fifty, that's literally what Etsy's fee increase was. So increasing at a dollar fifty on your hundred dollars, that's, mm -hmm not going to, um, they're not going to bat an eye at that. No, no, not at all. I remember uh, when you messaged me the other day, you're like, oh my God, is this real? This lady just ordered all of this and I'm scared to start this order. This is the biggest order ever. <laughs> I was so afraid she was going to cancel it all at the last minute. And instead she placed a second order. No, no joke. I was like, okay. Yeah. And because you raised your prices and then Sheila raised her prices, and I was like, I'm going to go raise my prices. And so I raised my prices on some of my patterns. I made 45% more revenue last month. Look at that. My views and my, like, maybe I'm just better at targeting my audience. Yes. My views, my visits, everything is like way down compared to last year. And my revenue is up like hundreds of percent. So yes. I think that it, I think it shows like why work so many more hours and so much harder for less revenue. It's not taking advantage of customers. It's it's welcoming them into a handmade community that's beautiful and they want to support. Right. Because most people shopping Etsy are again are for like fair trade items, supporting workers and like actually seeing their worth. And if you're not seeing your own worth or pricing your items that showcase your worth, then they're not going to want to shop there they're gonna they're gonna want to support you knowing that you're actually serving yourself well right absolutely and let's say you're selling something for ten dollars and let's say you can sell a lot and you want to make a hundred dollars you can sell ten but what if you actually price it at 25 yeah. you would only have to sell four yeah and that means only making four and sourcing for four and then having extra time with your family so I think a lot of people don't realize because Etsy increased their their price, um, you know, their thing 1.5%, which yes, was a 30% increase from what it was before. Um, doesn't mean that we have to increase our prices 30%. It just means that their fees increase that amount. So 1.5%. Um, I've literally gone and um, increased my prices 50% at times. And that was because I was way underpricing myself. I wholesaled my items out. They sold for double. And I was like, wait a minute, I am, I am way underselling, um, way shorting myself because I was thinking budget, budget, budget. What would I pay? What would I pay for an organic washcloth? Well, then I went to the store when I ran out of um, some kind of towel in my kitchen and I saw the prices of towels because I don't shop in stores for like a decade. Right. <laughs> you make all your things. So then when I, yeah, I know literally from clothes to house items. And right. so I went in the store and I was like, 
holy cow, like, sheesh. And so I think it's so important. There are a couple more questions here. Has the strike had an effect at all on Etsy? Um, I don't think we can say overall right now. Um, what I do hope, what I think a lot of us sellers hope is um, whether or not you strike physically or just speak out, I do hope that Etsy takes note, especially with customer service and a few of the other issues. I think these are all extremely relevant issues. Us saying that we are keeping our shops open and not striking is not saying that we do not understand these issues. We stand with the sellers' concerns. We They are extremely valid. We share those concerns and we hope that Etsy does listen. As far as impact on sales, um, Jenny and I both have noticed um, this week a decrease in um, sales and visits. Mm -hmm. um, I saw it in my shop as well. I was like booming, you know, last week. And then it just all of a sudden I'm getting favorites. And I'm almost wondering if people are marking their spot, like favoriting things and waiting to check out until after the strike. But again, I hope that the strike... A lot of people don't hear dates when they hear strike and we hear they're not take care. Etsy is not taking care of their um, sellers. If you go to Etsy on Instagram and click any of their uh, posts, you see uh, buyers commenting strike Etsy. Can't believe you're doing this to your sellers. Can't believe you're treating this way. I'm not going to shop Etsy. Is that really what we want? <laughs> yeah. So that's my biggest concern is that we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot a little by asking for the strike because is, are they going to know that it's ending and are they going to come back and shop Etsy after? I'm hoping. And just remember, like, this is your business. Like, you can take it wherever you want, right? Like, you can sell on Etsy. You can sell on Amazon Handmade. You can sell on your Facebook yeah. page. You can sell on your own website. You can sell via Venmo. Like, yeah. do it all. Yeah. Right? And I think crazy. that's a great way, like create a spreadsheet. And like, we're not saying that uh, Etsy is going to be the highest revenue for you because everyone has different things that are going to sell better. Like you might be a farmer's market person that really takes off. I have certain things. People buy um, elderberry syrup from me. They come to my house like every day. They come and they buy it from my porch. I'm not going to list that anywhere else. Like that sells perfectly on my porch. Right. Um. I think that this is a great place to um, have this conversation with ourselves and think, okay, make the, a list of a few places, open your own website. I think that'll give everyone kind of too an idea of like um, how tough it is to do the marketing, to bring it in, but it might work for other people who have a huge established like, you know, backing already. And just kind of keep an eye. How much How much is it costing? Um, how many fee? How much fees is it kind of costing to host all those other things? Absolutely. And then compare. And then I think that's what I've done. And that's why I have such an appreciation for Etsy because I've tried quite a few things and they all take more profit. I even have my items in a shop um, downtown, but they take so much more than Etsy does. Yeah. And it's all, it's all learning. It's truly learning. It's trial and error. Okay. So I made everyone a fee calculator and a pricing calculator. And I'm going to give you all access to that for free. Jennifer looked at it already. And basically you put in the amount of profit that you want, right? Let's say it's 40% and it will figure out the price of your item for you. Okay. And so you'll see that you enter your price, like what you're charging now, and it'll calculate every single fee. It'll calculate your listing fees, your transaction fees, and it's going to tell you how much you're actually keeping in profit. And if you're keeping 10% in profit, that is a clear sign to raise your price. 
That's a clear sign. And so go and adjust your price. And when you can get that price, that profit price, close to 40 to 50%, that is your target. And I think it's going to be really eye-opening. What did you think about it, Jennifer, when you saw it? I, I was blown away because I've used, I mean, Etsy even shares a lot of fee calculators and things like that. But this was different because Jenny has broken it down into like all the different fees and paying ourselves, which a lot of calculators keep out. And that's also something I don't keep in my equation, which we need to do. Yes. So how much do you want to earn per hour? How many hours is it taking you to make this? You get to be your boss for some people the very first time. And it's so empowering. Like I was, when this whole thing came out with Etsy, I was just like, I told my husband, if something increased today for you, you cannot tell your boss, well, this like inflation went crazy. And I said, it's a bummer because his boss can't do anything about it. His boss isn't going to just give him a raise because inflation went up. But guess what? Our prices went up and we can give ourselves a raise. So that's what I love about being our own boss. I use Jenny's calculator today and I am blown away and you guys are going to love it. Yeah. Someone said, where have you been hiding it? No, I literally made it this morning. Just made it. Just made it. It's really good. It's so good. And like Jennifer said, a lot of the, a lot of them put, you know, what do you make? Monitor your expenses. None of them, none of them say, well, how much time does it take you? Yep. What do you want to pay yourself for this? Because if you, you another thing that we could, you could add to it, Jenny, tell me, tell I me. just thought about this. I'm so gonna, but <laughs> taxes, like think, like kind of going back and we can, maybe that can be like a special add on around tax time or something. Just really yeah. thinking about, cause we don't get to like keep everything, right. but just kind of keeping that in our, yeah. in our brains too. You have to remember that in just like any business, you're not going to take home the salary that they write on the paper. And so we have to build that in as, as well to know right. that we have to set some money aside from taxes. But Absolutely. I love this calculator. Absolutely. And he did not hide it. She just made yeah. it. Because she said, okay, this whole thing is going on right now. What can I actually do to support sellers? Would you think, you know, this would work? I said, that's phenomenal. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. Super excited about it. Okay. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. And everyone watching... Like we are truly here to support you. So if you have a question or a comment, just drop it below and we will reach out. Yeah. And we are not striking. We are all for Etsy. We're just going to raise our prices. Yes. <laughs> raise our prices. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Bye. Are you a handmade seller and creative entrepreneur who's ready to amplify your Etsy shop's visibility and sales? If so, then I invite you to join my community of more than 1,900 Etsy shop owners on Facebook called Etsy Sales and Marketing for Handmade Sellers. It's where you will get insider access on the latest strategies for writing SEO and for boosting your sales with simple and strategic social media marketing while surrounding yourself with a community of supportive entrepreneurs who are in your corner every step of the way. Join for free today by visiting www.jenny-hall.com slash Facebook group. Thanks for listening and I can't wait to see you on the inside.